Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Rolling Credits. I am Seth, a.k.a. According to Seth. As always, I'm joined by Gums, Pat, and Kirby. And today we have another lovely special guest, Lauren. And we're going to be breaking down all things Christmas and answering that age-old question, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? So, without further ado, we're going to get straight into it. And we're going to go down this rabbit hole of what really qualifies as a Christmas movie. So, um, yeah, first things first. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? We're gonna get off right off the bat, baby. Yes. <laughs> All right, and the subject—it's yeah. done. Okay. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> uh, we're done. Yes. Let's move on to the next topic. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, who, who, who are we starting with? Who are we starting with? I want to hear Gums's answer because he looks like he's just ready to spit back. <laughs> yeah, it's a one hundred percent a holiday Christmas movie. Like one hundred percent. It came out at Christmas time. It has Christmas elements. They talk about Christmas. They say yippee Kaye, which you only say around Christmas. <laughs> then the last time you said yippee Kaye outside of December. Oh, wait. I went to okay, McDonald's so... and I said it. <laughs> so it's like, I, I make muffin. Like, yippee <laughs> I think fully Die Hard is, is, is a Christmas movie. Um, and in fact, the, the fact that people have to debate if it's a Christmas movie only adds to this mysterious realm of Die Hard fandom that like i have to now put it on around christmas you know what i mean like and now now i've got to go against the grain on purpose um <laughs> that's my opinion on it yeah Very i'm, a, I'm oh, actually go gonna jump in, i'm actually gonna jump in here i because i know i'm gonna get shit for this i am <laughs> i'm a no oh, i i, I am against the grain on this one i think die hard's a movie that occurs on christmas and i think we're gonna get into that debate here on a lot of these things I I think especially in the realm of how many Christmas movies truly exist in this world that are directly like involving the message for Christmas, I think the criteria gets bumped a little higher in that sense. And I just don't think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I think it, it's not as directly into the Christmas elements enough for me to warrant it is a Christmas movie. I think it's an action movie. I love Die Hard. I think it's a phenomenal movie. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. I, I that's my take. I know we're gonna get into a lot of other movies now that's gonna spur into that debate. No, but I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. No, no, Pat, we are. You're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm getting into this today. All right, this is what we're doing here. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Kirby. Okay. Um, I I have to say 100 yes. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and and I'll tell you why. You know, when you think of a Christmas movie, what do you think of? You think of a the the holiday season. You think of the Christmas spirit, people giving out gifts. You you think of Santa Claus, and you have all of that in, in some sort of way in Die Hard. You know, Bruce Willis is running around just delivering gifts of freaking bullets and vengeance to the, <laughs> the entire cast. Like, the take we needed. And this yeah, he he sends you know bombs down elevator shafts wrapped up. In a <laughs> like Die Hard yeah. is one hundred percent a Christmas movie, and Bruce Willis is the Santa Claus. That's right. that's where I'm going with that. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm in to have Bruce Willis being Santa Claus. I'm all about that. And Hans all, Gruber all is the is the bad child get, that gets the coal in his stocking. He's in the form of being thrown off of the, yeah, getting thrown off the building. Like, absolutely, <laughs> I will go with Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I have to agree. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. When we go into what, like, what makes a Christmas movie, everything that you guys are going to bring up happens in Die Hard. It's a man just trying to get home to his family for the holidays. It is a moral dilemma. It is the presence giving to the bad guys. It happens. The whole movie is in a Christmas party. So you have to watch it around Christmas. There's so many aspects that when we talk about it later, what classifies as a Christmas movie, you're going to say, oh, well, Die Hard hit all those marks. So it is 110% a Christmas movie. Pat, you can leave. If we're gonna see here, pretend we're not yeah. reaching with the presence comment. What? No shot. It's the presence, not presence. Yeah, like the ambiance of him being there. So, honestly, Kirby and Lauren, your guys' point kind of just blew my mind. And like yeah. rethinking about that movie, I was gonna say I didn't really think it like was a Christmas movie, but now like thinking about it, my guy Bruce Willis is Santa. 
And what? I actually read a really fun fact yesterday that um, Die Hard during the month of December is searched three times more than any time of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just that alone, I feel like go. if they're searching for it in December, it's, it's got to be, right? It, it, it's a Christmas. Uh, that movie is all about Christmas miracles. It is. So uh, yeah. I, I got to Yeah, I got to go with it. It oh, made me believe. Yeah. <laughs> On the uh, on the Die Hard as a series, then right because I know that people also say Die Hard Two is a no. Christmas movie. Then mm. so people people say that Die Hard Two is all is also what. Where then does that end in the series? Is Die Hard Three? It's like Never. nope, no longer a Christmas movie. I mean, Die Hard uh, with a Vengeance. Yeah, uh, we don't talk about Live Free and Die Hard. We don't talk yeah, about no, that one. no anything Never after really Die happens. Hard Three like. doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, but no, no, Die Hard Three is set uh, in the summer in New York. Uh, no, no, there's no, no there's no Christmas elements to it. Die Hard Two, yeah, you can you can make a case for it because it does happen at Christmas. You know, he's waiting for his wife to fly in for the holiday, and again, Christmas miracles. Mm-hmm. But three, no, no way. Gift wrapping bombs down elevator shafts has to be clipped immediately for the people in the world. <laughs> yeah, you blew my mind, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. okay. Well, they were definitely shocked what they got. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. They were surprised. Christmas surprises. <laughs> Surprise, the Christmas brother. miracle. Yeah. You just got. Uh, so, all right, good. Yeah, I was going to say. So, Surprise, um, uh, <laughs> before I get into some of these other movies that could be qualified as Christmas movies, what is sure. your idea of a Christmas movie? Like, does it have to have Santa Claus in it? Does it just have to be during the time of the year? Like, as a Jewish person growing up, like, I didn't really celebrate Christmas. My idea of Christmas is through these movies. Like, I live vicariously through these Christmas movies. So it's like, for me, I think it has to have, like, Santa or it has to have, like, a tree. There's got to be snow in the background and just jolly. So with that being said, I'm going to start with you, Pat. I want to hear your thoughts first. Yeah. So for me, I think this is like where like I really skew in this debate and it does relate to the diehard comments and something like that. I think the overarching subject of the movie has to be Christmas, which is where I really differ from like a lot of like the diehard comments and stuff like that is that it's, it's a great movie and like, and all, and uh, I love them very much. But the overarching subject of the movie is not Christmas in and of itself. So you look at things like like Rudolph or Elf and, and, and all these other movies and whatnot. Think it's Yes, you have this character arc and stuff, but the overarching subject of the movie is Christmas at the end of the day. And the message is about Christmas and like it's all kind of behind that. So that's kind of my really my main criteria in and of itself. So we can get into debating... A lot of these other series and whatnot, and but that's going to be my main kind of our overarching topic about what I qualify as a Christmas movie. Yeah. So, so to so to restructure that to say that one more time, like it has to literally be about Christmas. Like, that's yes, what in my opinion, it. yes. Okay. No, that's a good point. Um, sure. For me, it's going to be real time timing of release. So I think if you're in that window of, of December, like it matters to me because um, one thing that me and my family really like to do, we like to go to the movies for Christmas or like around that time to join as a family. So like I'm putting those in as like, these are Christmas movies where even if it's about action or if it's about Christmas or if it's about being sad, if it's about, you know, fighting aliens, whatever it is that's bringing us together as a family during Christmas time. That's what Christmas is about. That can be a one of the uh, parameters to being a Christmas movie, right? The other one is smell. And I, I know that sounds weird, but real life physical smell of the air outside, you know, when the weather's turning, it's just a different vibe in the air. And I'm just like, it's Christmas time. Uh, around those times when those movies are coming out and I can smell it, I'm, I'm originally from Minnesota. So literally there's, there's this pine tree smell you get and you go, it's Christmas time. And when, whenever I think of movies around that time, I think of that smell. And I know it sounds a little odd, but it's fun. Uh, spirit, the spirit of Christmas. I think it's got to be there. It's got to inter intertwine with like the giving. Um, every Christmas movie should have something to do with like giving or bringing family together or overcoming obstacles as a unit. Um, I think that's very important. And, um, and then also teaching people about being humble and just like, it's not about what you get, it's about what you give type thing. So that spirit of it, um, the setting has to be snow on the ground or pine trees or, you know, it's just got to be like a setting in the movie. Um, 
And then the last one is I really think that in order to be technically a, a Christmas movie, it's got to have some mysticism. So it's got to have like Santa or the elves mentioned, like just a mentioning of them, um, of these mystic people. I think that's kind of like has to happen or painting in the background or something like that. That's mine. Hmm. I mean, I think that, you know, uh, gums like, you know, I'm kind of on the same page there. Uh, the big thing that, you know, I was going to bring up that you did talk about is the spirit. The spirit of Christmas is there. Like you have that spirit of giving, um, you have the whole Christmas miracle thing. Um, and you know, it's about family. It's about community. Uh, that is a really big, uh, part of Christmas movies for me. Um, that's what I think just encapsulates all of, of what Christmas is. It's, it's just that spirit. It's, it's got that, that giving mentality and it's got the, you know, the family aspect, the, the community aspect. That's, that's a big part of it for me. I'm going to kind of go the same, not necessarily. It does not have to have Santa. It does not have to have snow. It doesn't have anything like that. It is more of the dilemma in the beginning and what happens with the family and the environment and the spirit of the whole movie brings the end result of the coming together. So what classifies as a Christmas movie is what dilemma is happening in the beginning and how did coming together bring you to that point. So it does have to have some sort of flip um, the person, the characters in the beginning are not the same characters at the end and like in Die Hard, um, family brought them together, family motivated them to change. So a lot of the Christmas movies have to do with the spirit of Christmas, with coming together with the family. So the holidays, no matter what holiday it is, is about family. And that may be blood, that may be friendship. So it doesn't necessarily have to be blood family. It could be Great a point. moral dilemma where your friends, the family you choose, comes together. I was going to say, I have a few others that can be classified as Christmas movies, and then I'll end with one because I kind of want to talk about this one. But uh, Batman Returns, yes or no, Christmas movie? Yep, Mr. Freeze. (laughs) (laughs) If you go with gums in regards to when the movies come out, then yes, because... Christmas is also kind of related to the magic of Christmas. You hear that a lot, magic of Christmas, magic of Christmas. So when the movie comes out, um, like Harry Potter, it's the magic of Christmas. It's the coming together. So technically, a lot of movies can be considered a coming together movie. It's just when do they come out? What is going on in the world when they come out? So that kind of Mm -hmm. helps as well. I mean, I got to go with yes, because, you know, they have like we're talking Batman Returns, right? Um, Yeah, you've got that um, that scene like in the movie where they have like the big Christmas tree and you have the symbolism of Christmas. And um, uh, what is it? They were dropping. uh, uh, Yeah, the the, the present, the the gift wrapped uh, bombs. Uh, the little peng oh yeah, the penguins and stuff like yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, yep. I think so. Yeah, brings it's, it's, in the snow. The little yeah. penguins coming in. Yep, <laughs> they, they they have the spirit of Christmas there, one hundred percent. Yeah, just know how this pod's gonna go. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to go like outreach, you know, Matrix is a Christmas movie because you know. It was- whoa, whoa, whoa! This one in and of itself, I do think, is a little closer to mm-hmm. like being in the in the right criteria for me i think inherently i i do just kind of have to say no i don't think that it's it's superhero movies for me relative to that are get very tough Mm -hmm. because it is it's a batman film you know what i mean i i is if i'm gonna say something about like what this film is i don't inherently say this is a christmas film i say this is a Mm -hmm. batman film and I think that's kind of where I really, but I, I, this is probably the one in this that I think that we're going to wind up debating that I'm like, I do get it. I think I see this one a lot clearer than a lot of the other movies I think that we're talking about. But I think at the end of the day, I see it as like, it's a Batman movie. I don't, I don't see this mm-hmm. as a Christmas movie. It's also not a movie necessarily on Christmas time that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch Batman Returns. Like, it's just not, it's not in that, that list of movies. I think I'm going to, I'm going to flick on. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm with Pat on this one too because I, I do see that it does take place. You know, like there's snow in the background. You have the Christmas tree. I get that aspect, but like first and foremost, it it's a Batman movie. Like Bruce yeah. Wayne's my guy. Um, so I think Gums, did you have something you wanted to bring up before I bring up yeah, the next movie? It, and I and I had misspoke too because I had yelled Mister Freeze, but this is Returns, so this yeah. is, this has everything to do with like Penguin and Catwoman. Yeah. Um, but but I'm still there with it, like. It's it's one of those movies where if you put it on even now, it's kind of has this campy vibe, this like this spirit of Christmas, this magical vibe where you're kind of like intoxicated by it. And if you put it on around Christmas time, you and your family are probably going to sit there and watch it. Like, yeah, you probably like, won't just cut it I, off. And, and and like it just has this vibe around it, this uplifting thing that does something to you that you're just like, this is really good childhood memories, or this is just really good stuff. I mean, Danny DeVito's in there. Like, you just kind of feel this connection to it, so to speak. Yeah. So. so my next movie, and I'm going to start off with my opinion here, because I totally didn't realize this, but Iron Man 3. So... Mm. Iron Man 3, when he goes to um, that little town, there's snow, there's a Christmas tree, it's happening on Christmas, he's given, you know, giving gifts to a kid, so if we're going with all of our answers, I have to classify that as a Christmas movie, right? So, <laughs> what do you guys think about Iron Man 3 as a Christmas movie? Gums? Uh, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say from that, that one musical show? It's a no for me, dog. It's a no. Um, I'd say no. I, I don't consider that. I don't even think, you know, to be honest, I, I'm going to get called out for this. I really didn't like many of the Iron Man movies in general. And so I really think that plays an effect of why I just consider this not to be Christmas thing at all. Um, the first one is probably the best one, in my opinion. Everything else I was hit or miss. So I, I am biased towards it. And I will say that I, I'm going to say no to that one. Yeah. Iron Man 1 was for sure the superior movie. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, you look like you got a lot to say here. Well, I, I actually, I'm a little confused uh, on your answer, to be perfectly frank with you, a little bit, because if, especially if we're going to just talk about what we were doing with Batman, because I'm, I'm with gums here that it's not. But I think if we're going to use the argument that you and me just used, that that that's inherently a Batman film, how is this one not inherently an Iron Man film? I think, I think that's just something that more directly. Came out in December. Yeah, it kind of it comes out in December. I get that. Like, Batman came out in December. This Iron Man three was in May, I believe. So, oh, was it really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think that even further kind of dives into that point. This this is an Iron Man film. It occurs during Christmas, and that's going to be kind of the the a big kind of point that I'm making. This one, this is like the plot is set during Christmas. I, I don't really see how you can run this one as a as a Christmas movie. I think it's got to be inherently an Iron Man film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that, you know, we're, we're, when we're talking about this, we have to remember that uh, two things can be true. Once, it can also be inherently a Batman film, but it can also be a Christmas movie. It's not, you hey. know, stuck in one lane. You can split lanes. That's right. You can split lanes. But, but, I will say um, Iron Man 3, no. I don't, I don't consider it a Christmas movie because the main focus is not the Christmas aspect of it. Whereas, like, you know, we brought up, like, Die Hard. He's specifically at a Christmas party, and Christmas, that time of year, plays a pretty big role in it. Um, yeah. Iron Man 3, no. I, I gotta go with no. Yeah. Iron Man 3. Well, Iron Man 3, no. And to kind of add on to what you guys are saying, so Die Hard is one night, you know, one or two nights. It is Christmas time. Batman is around Christmas time. Die Hard is a, or not, I'm sorry, um, Iron Man is a Christmas scene. So it's different. So it's a flashback. Yeah. Christmas movies, I would say, have to kind of keep the theme throughout the whole thing. And Iron Man is a flashback. So, you know, there's a lot of movies that have holiday flashbacks, you know, um, that kind of puts the whole, is Deadpool a Christmas movie? There was a Christmas tree in there. No. Um, but, so I'm going to say Iron Man no because it is a scene with Christmas and it doesn't evolve around that time. That, that, yeah, that's that, a, that's a right point, good point there. I agree with that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Like it's, the theme isn't there the whole movie. You, you've got from December 1st, maybe right after Thanksgiving to January 2nd in the movie time where mm-hmm. something has to be happening where it kind of really like that's kind of that Christmas movie. Like that's where the plot has to take place in between that holiday season so to speak to really like check off that box for me for mm-hmm. setting most of the time right so 
Yeah. Okay, so Iron Man's not a Christmas movie. Sorry, guys. Don't um, be so sad. You're all right. It's okay. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Heck yeah, baby. Okay, let's go, Gums. Let's, let's hear why. <laughs> yeah, man. Edward Scissorhands has definitely got to be a Christmas movie. I do believe it was released in December. Um, they do have a, a lot of uh, snowy and Christmas scenes on the ground. Um, it It is a movie that is close to my heart because you always watch it. Like, it is a... Is a movie about a man with scissor hands who doesn't know how to be a person, right? Like, what better Christmas message do you have than this than giving somebody values and teaching them how to be a person and how to fit in with society? Like, you know what I mean? Like, everything about this movie to me says, hey, you've got the setting, you've got the spirit, you're trying to teach them something, and you're becoming family at the same time. And the timing of release, I believe, is there, too. Somebody can, can back me up or check me on that. Um, I think Edward Scissorhands is 100% a Christmas movie. Um, I think it has all the qualities of like that spirit of Christmas and the setting and everything else we need for it. And it's a great movie to watch when you're stuck in the house, especially with the snow on the ground. If you're from up north, like I was, like and enjoy it. So it's a mysticism in there too. It's fake, you know, but it's nice. Kirby Lauren, who I was actually initially going to say no. Um, but Gums, you kind of, you kind of just did change my mind on that. Um, just with everything that you said, uh, because, you know, again, you're bringing out that spirit of Christmas, uh, like there's that Christmas miracle and there's the, the giving of, of a pretty significant gift. Like you're giving him the gift of humanity. Like that's something that he did not really have and did not know a lot about. So initially I was going to go, no. Um, and I'll be perfectly honest, I, I haven't watched Edward Scissorhands in probably 12 years. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not as familiar with the movie itself, but I mean, I, you just changed my, uh, you just changed my mind. You changed my answer. I'm, I'm going to have to go with yes on that one. I'm going to have to go with yes because of all the things that you mentioned, the snowiness, the magical aspect of it and the whole it brings back to the whole like missing a family and with the miracle he has now a family he has a place in the world and putting all that aside it's something that my family and i watched around christmas so i have that personal attachment to it and it makes me think of being a child watching it around the holidays um so i i was kind of i'm kind of with kirby in the sense of like um i don't think i've watched this movie and maybe yeah, like twelve, maybe like well over a decade yeah. at this point. So I really struggled thinking about this one. Um, I thought Gums made a lot of really good points uh, on this, and I so I really kind of I almost want to almost defer and not make like a hard stance on this, just because like I just don't remember this movie so well. But I think at the end of the day, I do have to remember kind of what I said with that first question about like what i use as criteria for a chris's movie um so like i'm gonna i'm gonna probably say no with a little bit of an asterisk next to it that i need to like this is like my opinion really shouldn't really matter as much on this one because like dude when was let's say you even know the freaking characters in the movie on i'm like not really yeah i couldn't really like tell you like i even plot points i'm like kind of like a little lost on so it's it's just that's one like can't really take a hot take on it i more just have to remember what i used at the beginning of this pod for that to be able to just make a point on on what i have um, what i'm saying is criteria here for sure i feel like we're kind of we're seeing a theme here with you know, Batman Returns. We got Edward Scissorhands. All Tim Burton films. All Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> all Tim Burton films, <laughs> and all have Santa. Christmas. And Maybe he's Santa. Christmas yeah. time too. Exactly. Which brings me to my next movie, another oh. Tim Burton film, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. Which I'm starting off, and I gotta say, I do not think this movie is a Christmas movie, only because the song they sing is "This Is Halloween." <laughs> Halloween. Oh no! So that's. That's my reasoning. Gums, gums, you, just killed, back there. you just killed gums. So. I killed gums. I, I think I you think... only said that because you're so obsessed with Halloween. Let's be, let's oh be right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Halloween is my favorite holiday, and even I think Nightmare Before Christmas has to have the dual typing of a Christmas and a Halloween movie. Like, I can watch it in either or. Um, I, I think that's one of the best movies ever made animated-wise. Like, that's crazy. The claymation in there is amazing. Um, this is, this is what I remember Tim Burton for. It's, 
it has everything you need. First of all, I check me again. I believe this actually came out around Christmas time, not around Halloween, but it's pretty darn close to the same time period, right? Um, he becomes Santa Claus. Okay, there's number one. <laughs> he has reindeer and ghost dog reindeer. Okay, yeah. there's number two. Um, he's fighting the boogeyman to give gifts to kids who are scared of death. Like, I, like, I don't know how else to put this. I, re- I really believe that this is a Christmas movie. I think that he's doing all the right things. The, the timing in real life is good there the, as far as like when the release date of it was. The spirit is there because... He's trying to overcome himself and saying, I can be more than just this skeleton I can give to these kids, I can give to the world. Um, the, the family aspect is there. He's not doing this alone. Um, he's fighting demons and, like, you know, <laughs> mentally and physically, <laughs> and he's really trying to bring it out. And I just think there is the mysticism that's there. And that's why I think Halloween movies that have, um, that can be a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say corny is the word, but like are animated or, or, or have magical abilities and powers. Another thing with mysticism, like Santa Claus, like Santa Claus is magical. I think those add a little bit more to it. So I think that this movie is a hundred percent dual typed Halloween and Christmas. I actually watch it more at Christmas than I do Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, or go. God damn it. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, I have to go with our Lord and Savior Disney on this. (laughs) And when you get into, you know, the holiday season, you know, through Christmas, the um, uh, haunted mansion just turns into Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, it's they they run it straight through Christmas, and and you know that to me just tells me, you know. It's a Christmas movie. They they run it through that holiday for a reason. They you know Disney does everything for a reason. And yes, the, the spirit is there. You have you know Jack Skellington trying to become more than just this Halloween figure. Um, and you know he learns a lot about himself, about the spirit of Christmas. Be it like maybe a misguided adventure, but he he does have that spirit there. And you know Disney does run it as a Christmas movie. So yes, yeah. I'm going to agree it is a Christmas movie for a lot of reasons. Um, name of the movie, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. And then it goes into the whole spirit of Christmas, um, going back to Gum's two points he made were timing. So you were saying like around Thanksgiving to New Year's. Well, this is, you know, December 31st. That's really close to kind of the end of the year. And if you want to go into the whole um, original St. Nick, there was a lot of taboo with that. So he's trying to, you know, he's giving gifts to the kids. That brings into the whole, you know, St. Nick. There's a lot of weird things about the original St. Nick. So the origins. um, And in a lot of movies, it talks about how the character changes in the beginning and becomes a little bit more. Um, at the end, so Jack Skellington, he doesn't want to be just Halloween. He doesn't want that. He wants more. So he wants to bring people together. He brings all the holidays together. He tries to fix what was broken. So there's definitely a lot of aspects of the movie that would classify as a Christmas movie. 100%. Yeah, and I, I kind of am actually going to kind of be in that same camp. I think it's more of a Christmas movie than, than a Halloween movie actually in in a lot of ways. And I think Gum said it kind of perfectly in that. I think I think of this movie more to watch around Christmas time than I think I do more than, than Halloween time of year, just over overarchingly. Um, I think that, you know, the, the story obviously to make my criteria points, all these is, you know, definitely directly about Christmas, uh, even if it is also kind of directly about how Halloween in its own way. I think it has that aspect really kind of tied in there pretty closely. Um, I think that the way that then once you deep dive in there, you write messaging wise, this kind of that, that coming together, just more about that Christmas. It just kind of really spirals that drain to, to where I think this should be considered more of a Christmas movie. Um, but yeah, I think what's really going to be the uh, nail in the coffin for me is is what Gum said of when I'm thinking about so when I'm sitting on the couch around Christmas, what movie am I throwing on? 
Um, I think that this movie falls more in in that folder uh, than I think it does in the Halloween folder for me. So I have a fun theory here that I saw the other day, um, which kind of would make this a Christmas movie. But have you guys seen that? um, Basically, they think Jack Skellington and his dog is the Grinch. Because (laughs) when the Grinch dies... He basically is transported to Halloween Town, um, and like Jack Skellington, he always loved Christmas, but he doesn't remember it. It's a distant like memory. So him falling in love with Christmas and all of that is kind of like pointing towards that. You know, they're connected, and then they also have the dog and things like that. So I don't know. Have you guys heard of that? What are your thoughts on that? Pretty crazy, I haven't heard right? that before, but I, I but I do like that kind of concept. I think it adds just a little bit of like, I don't know, just a funny kind of two cents onto the thing. I mean, the Grinch running Halloween Town kind of checks out, right? <laughs> like, this kind of works out in that in that favor. Um, yeah, don't be wrong to stretch, but I think it's a fun stretch. Like, I think it's just a, I think it's just a cool little little two cents to have. Do I think <laughs> there's anything you should really do with that? Like from a uh, from a canonical standpoint, like from anyway, no, probably not. Leave it there. Let it be kind of one of those fan service theories. I don't think there's anything more you really need to do with that. I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, going off of that, they both, the Grinch and Jack Skellington, they both made their costumes. They both made their, you know, Max and Zero the head, you know, Rudolph, if you may. So there is a lot of similarities. Um, and, you know, at the end of the Grinch, you know, his heart grows three times too big. So now he has his heart and the whole not kind, it's a distant memory. You know, um, it goes into the whole, you know, when you die, do you really remember your past life and all that stuff? So it, it's, it's, a stretch that is feasible. So it could, you know, there are things that you can mold it into existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, that's a theory I can get behind 100%. Like, I don't think that, you know, we'll ever see anything about it outside of like some, some crazy theory on the internet, but it's yeah. something I can get behind. Yeah. And they both like songs. Yeah. Yeah. 100% uh, conspiracy theory that I that I get behind, right? you know, yeah. that and the pyramids in the ocean, right? So like <laughs> why, why why not? The Grinch had a heart condition, the thing was growing and, <laughs> and 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 he passed away and now he's just trying to bring kids Christmas again. Like let's rock with it. Um it would be funny to have a Disney what if of that. Um but otherwise yeah. it's it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So uh, next subject here. This is going to be a tough one for you guys. What is your favorite Christmas movie? If you had to pick one, what do you guys what do you guys got for me? And we'll end with me. But uh, Pat, let's start with you. So I think I think when I was first going through this, I think low hanging fruit for me was Elf because I think I love that movie so much. But just thinking back, kind of a little bit on my childhood, a little bit more, like in terms of like what I think I watched almost every Christmas. I think it was probably going to be the animated version of the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that one's just too classic for me. It, it's that the two that I had a hard time with in terms of like thinking of my childhood was the animated version with animated Grinch and the claymation Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. Mm-hmm. And those are the two where I was like, these were every Christmas I watched these and um, we'll get into those. So I think I'm going to lean on the Grinch. But um, I think that, yeah, but those two, I think, were just, like, the nostalgia classics for me. Mm-hmm. See, but, Pat, that's not your fault, because your substitute teacher rolled those TVs in back in your day. <laughs> yes, you had to watch. Big, I'm in. Yeah. Like, sign <laughs> back up. Like, I don't need no smart board. Just give me the TV with the massive back, pop in the VCR, <laughs> and I'm watching The Grinch. I'm all in on that. Uh, what were you saying, Kirby? Uh, uh, who's next? Well, I guess we'll go. We'll go with you since here I am, Mike. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I was just putting a lot of thought into this. this is my my knee jerk response uh, jingle all the way because it's got it's, it's got the governor. It's got the governor, and I love yeah. it. But but uh, as I think about it, you know, um, there is a movie that my family and I used to watch every Christmas when I was when I was young. Um, I grew up in New York. So I uh, used to the snow um, and all that stuff. So, you know, Christmas Eve, 
it'd be snowing. Like we would go out and we would, you know, go through the neighborhoods and look at Christmas lights. We would come home. We would make some hot chocolate. We would sit on the couch. You have the tree with all the presents. And then my mom would actually put on the little drummer boy. Um, oh, wow. And uh, I'm that old. It was a VG, uh, VHS. Uh, and and we would we throw on the little drummer boy and we watch it every single Christmas. And uh, granted, this is a um, uh, this is a more religious themed Christmas movie, but um, that for me just like uh, it, it just kind of ties in with my entire childhood. I have not watched this since I was probably like. 13 or 14 years old but uh up until that point we watched it every single christmas so that to me is like my my christmas movie of choice um kirby before you go any further i think i speak for all of the viewers of the podcast when they say we all thought you were going to say home alone yeah and then when you got (laughs) home from the christmas looking at christmas lights you were you and your family started setting the traps for santa and 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 i couldn't be the only one that was like oh the little drummer boy that's that was great you know so i want to let you know that i I like you a lot for that i also have to say before you go lauren sorry uh your setup of that was just like so beautiful. And I was like, I felt like I was it with you. Tears. I got some tears. I'm like, damn, I, have I want to go to Christmas. With you. This Christmas. Can I find that DVD? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to have to say that I feel like a lot of people, the movie that they grew up with is probably the movie that hits them most. So. Kirby knows I watch a lot of Christmas movies um, on the Hallmark side, so there is a lot to choose from. But as far as what hits home, um, The Grinch is a big one, but I'm actually going to say Charlie Brown's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that one was yeah. high on the list, too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. It's more of what movie do you have to watch every year? And it was a toss-up between that, Christmas Vacation, and I want to say that the movie that I have the most memories, like the earliest memories, would be Charlie Brown's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Absolute classic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm not old. But yeah, I think to your point there, I think just like a lot of like the, our answers around these ones, it, it is really hard not to pick the n- most nostalgic one, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. because like, that's just like how you associate Christmas. A lot of times there's a lot of nostalgia. So I, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Um, for me, m- my number one um, was 100% jingle all the way. I'm from yes. Minnesota. It was yes. filmed in Minnesota, the streets of Minnesota, uh, Sinbad, the governor, like we, and, and they were fighting over turbo man, the toy <laughs> and, and they were flying and there was action flicks. Like that was like, for me, as a kid, that was a superhero movie, right? Like it wasn't, but it was, and Fish. it's all about him running around. Yeah. All about him running around trying to find a toy for his kid and like as we get older we're all gonna start relating to this or like finding that special gift for somebody and you and you procrastinated the shit out of it and now you gotta do it and and maybe we can all go fight Sinbad in the streets, you know, and like um I that was my number one. Um I I love that you guys bring up the Grinch and and I'll tell you right now, my favorite Grinch is actually Jim Carrey's Grinch. Oh, Oh, great Grinch. Phenomenal movie. I love that movie. I'm Um, very anti live action. Really? Yes. I thought that was a really great movie. I love Jim Carrey's Grinch. (laughs) That's my top. And I didn't know Harry Potter could be considered a Grinch movie. That's up there because it's magical, but I'm so much of a stretch. Yeah, that was going to be a hard no for me. I think we all knew that one was coming. So for me, my favorite Christmas movie has to be Elf because I didn't grow up with some of the same movies. Obviously, like I've seen some of them, but Elf for me really just captures like what I believe what Christmas is, I guess. Um, You don't ever really celebrate Christmas, but watching that movie, it just makes you feel like a part of it. It hits every emotion. You got Santa and like taking like a deep, deeper look into what Elf is about. You have this person who's always been an elf who's never really fit in, and he goes to New York to kind of find himself, find his true family, the people he belongs with, and you have this, like, story of somebody who's lost and finds their way throughout, which kind of brings back the point of, like, what you guys all brought up. It's like, that's kind of what encapsulates Christmas, 
Um, and so at the end of the movie, he's accepted. He has, you know, his his real dad, and then he has, you know, his adopted father, who's the elf. So I thought it just does a really good job of, uh, you know, bringing you in for that journey, showing you that like heartwarming, joy, joyful side. And it, it's just it's just a classic movie. So that was my reasoning behind Elf. Great pick. It was just like spoofy enough to where it like it made fun of it. But at the yeah. same time, it brought it down to be like, no, here's still the traditional. Here's the moral of the story. This is what we should be doing as people type thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was very real in and of itself, and the way that it kind of portrays. Obviously, it's just like that duality of Christmas, like for people who get older, and versus like as a kid, and you take this adult who thinks about Christmas the way typically kids do, and just really mm-hmm. ran with it. And it does create just it just an incredible message. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think I don't think you're going to be hard pressed to find a lot of people who find Elf to be their favorite Christmas movie. You yeah. know, I think yeah. that, that's a very solid pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you got to pop in the Zoe Deschanel Christmas album and oh, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Personally, I'm a fan of the Casey Musgraves Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have our you know our favorite one. What about a top five? I know this is like super tough because there's just so many good ones. Um, I can start it off though, um, and then you know pass it around. But for me, obviously, I already said Elf was my number one. Two is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, just because it's just such a fantastic film. And the president's um, in it. The president's <laughs> in it. Um, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump was randomly in it, too. No, the Back president. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's in the hotel lobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you got the Grinch, Jim Carrey's version. I absolutely love that movie. It was my younger brother's favorite movie, so like we literally watched that movie like a million times. Um, Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's four, and then the fifth <laughs> one. It, the fifth one is very tough because like there's so many other ones that I really liked, but I have to go the night before. I think that movie is just so freaking funny. Mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, all of those guys just work so well together, um, and it's just such a fun, fun film. I mean, you have Miley Cyrus showing up at the end. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? Coming in in a wrecking ball. So, <laughs> that's that's my top five. Um, what about you, Gums? Top five, no particular order. Uh, the first one is the little town of Kingston Falls, a.k.a. the town of the Gremlins. Um, that happens on Christmas Day, although that movie did come out in June. True. That movie did come out in June. That whole event happened on Christmas Day. Like, you got a gift of a gremlin because he was all lonely and stuff. You know, he feeds him after midnight. Things occur. That's just fun. Um uh, the next one's Jack Frost. I don't know if you guys remember Jack Frost, holding mm. dear place in my heart. I've seen it with my cousins and my uncle. Um, it's about a, a man who basically dies and then comes back reincarnated as a snowman named Jack Frost. So he's got to tell his son and like let his son know that he still loves him and then how like to duel without him. And I'm just like, man, what a message on Christmas time. Like, wow. Um, so Jack Frost, the Grinch, uh, is my top, but again, it's the Jim Carrey Grinch. That's one of my top, uh, the Santa Claus, um, mm. uh, you know what I mean? Tim Allen is, is just so great in that one. In fact, I really like all of them uh, because we keep talking about this. I have to watch these now. I know. <laughs> um, and then obviously it was, uh, jingle all the way. Like that was, that was my like top one. So jingle all the way, the Santa Claus, the Grinch, Jim Carrey. Um, Jack Frost and Gremlins. I think those are probably like my top five, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I left off my my fifth one, and Jingle All the Way was my fifth one. So, uh, Pat, what about you? So I, I said the animated Grinch being my favorite, but I think the Jim Carrey's Grinch is still in my top five. I know that that's like weird. Yeah. Cause like, it's like, they're both the same story, but like, I, I love them both. They're both fucking great movies. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I think elf is easily in there. Uh, I think Christmas vacation is easily in there. Um, I, you know, I initially really wanted to say that, that claymation Rudolph, because I think that was a big nostalgia thing for me and call it recency bias. But Lauren brought up a Charlie Brown Christmas. And I'm like, I'm really just thinking like, I think that's a better movie. I think it's, a, I, I think it's a better movie overall than that claymation Rudolph. Um, and I think it just has more classic kind of hit for me. So I think I'm going to bump it. I, I think I'm, I'm going to think I'll bump that off and bring in a Charlie Brown Christmas. I think it's a movie that I 
pretty much watch a thing. I think I watch it every Christmas. And I don't think I, I don't can't think of the last time I did it really. So I think that's where I'm going to kind of sit in that top five um, with the other two coming in there being uh, Elf and Christmas Vacation. Quick confession, I've never actually seen the full movie of Charlie Brown Christmas because it bores me and I turned it off. So what's up, viewers? Wow. Right into me. Right into me. Um well I mean, you know, now that we're we're talking about that, um it's gotta be Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh the Claymation Rudolph, uh Little Drummer Boy has already mentioned. Die Hard, of course. Um and one that I'm actually surprised that has not come up yet, or if it did, I completely missed it. It was uh, a Christmas story. Yeah. Uh, I take. Okay. I think Christmas Great. Story is an overrated Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, okay, I will agree with that. Actually, I will agree yeah. with that. But it's still a really fun movie to watch. Great movie, great movie. I just wonder. I I always wonder though, like pound for pound, all the other movies that we brought up here. Does it does it hold? And I don't think it does. My in my opinion, I think that a lot of other movies are better. <laughs> it it holds as far as memes go. Oh, yeah, much. yeah. Like okay. That's their original meme generator was a Christmas <laughs> story. You're gonna shoot your eye out, licking the pole, like yep. all the bunny pajamas. Like, that was like <laughs> the lamp. original. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the original meme generator for sure. I'll agree with that. Yeah. So, um, I feel like I should give the live-action Grinch another shot. (laughs) Fun fact, I saw that in the theater in high school, and I was the third wheel because my friend didn't want to go alone on a date with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, fun fact, I saw that in the theater. Um, I'm going to have to say, you know, Charlie Brown, the Grinch, if you threw the Grinch in the animated one, I could probably tell you word for word what it is, so I watched that a lot. Um, Christmas Vacation... Jingle all the way. There's so many good ones. And then one that I haven't seen in a while, and I think it's up there, but I probably should watch it again, is Scrooge with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Good, 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 good call There's out. definitely a lot of them, um, but the top, like, I would have to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I had the last, the, the, the fifth one was a tough one because I actually really like Four Christmases. I think that movie is pretty hilarious with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. I think that movie is just fun. But um, so with that all being said, um, Netflix, they just seem to love to drop all of these rom-com Christmas movies in December. Yep. Why? Like, what, do you like them? And then why do you think they're so successful with that? Because it just brings in the viewers. I mean, if you mm-hmm. look at the top 10, it's usually Christmas films this time of year. So mm-hmm. I want to get your guys' take on that. I'll go with Gums first because he looks like he's ready to go. Um, I, I had to do some Googling here. Actually, I just Googled that. Um, but why I think they do it is because you're stuck in your house typically around this time of the year. So if you drop movies now, you're going to get really good ratings on it. And um, everybody's actually looking for something actively to watch right now. You're not doing a lot of outside hustling. You're probably spending a lot of money, so you don't already want to go out and do other outside activities. Now, I could just be making it up, but typically I'm more in my house around this time. Um, I think that Netflix puts out really great films. Um, I think that who, who, who does more than them on the holiday side is Hallmark. Like they're the only other service that outdoes Netflix. Mm. And I'm not saying quality. I'm just saying like the number of movies (laughs) Christmas related or holiday related is Hallmark and, Mm. and rivaled by lifetime. Um, but other than that, like Netflix puts them out. One that really came out on Netflix that I thought was great was Love Hard. That's a rom com. Yeah. Like that was a really great new one. Um, I forgot to mention we we're saying my top five. I I should have reevaluated this because you know recency bias and all, or I should say nostalgia bias. But Jingle Jangle. If nobody's seen Jingle Jangle on Netflix, please go watch that. It's a great great Christmas movie. Um, but I think that's why they do it. I think that's why they're so successful. Everybody wants to, to do it. And then most of the time people can get very lonely around this time. So that's where the rom-coms come in because everybody wants that romance around Christmas. You got to bring somebody home to the family and meet them. Um, and, and nobody really wants that feeling of being alone. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Lauren, Kirby. Um, uh, well, I mean, if, if we're talking like, 
Hallmark, Lifetime, Lauren could do a segment by herself. <laughs> she watches so those outside of the Christmas season. All year okay. long, I watch um, Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, Netflix has gotten really good at what they do with like uh, producing, releasing movies. Um, they know what they're doing. They have like a target demographic when they release these movies. Middle-aged uh, women. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly. Um, like I understand, like why they're so popular. I don't watch them. Um, when she's watching like the the Netflix Christmas movies, I'm usually over here playing video games. Sometimes <laughs> joins. Sometimes roped in. One time, and that was a Hallmark movie. Yes. Uh, I got roped into uh, some very interesting movie. The uh, spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Um, dead. But I uh, I typically don't watch them. I'll catch, like, you know, lines while I'm sitting here. I'm, like, playing Halo or Diablo or something like that. And she'll be on the couch just watching TV. But uh, I get why they're so successful. Um, they're they're very good at, you know, timing when they what they release. Um, they're very good at, like, uh, the marketing and, like, what their target art audience is. I'm just not it, so I don't watch them. Lauren mm-hmm. has watched, like, all of them. <laughs> Not all of them, because there's a lot. Yeah. But um, I think the reason, going back to why are they popular, a lot of the movies do have to do with the whole bringing someone home from the holidays. And I feel like a lot of the movies that get pumped out are kind of the black sheep coming home. So as far as reliability, a lot of people don't have the best relationship with their family. So kind of watching what they wish would happen with their family kind of gives them hope mm-hmm. for them. So I definitely think that they are relatability. They're relatable and the relatability of what those characters are going through. And when it goes back to Hallmark, I say this, you know, they are very, very predictable and mm-hmm. um, 90% of them have a happy ending. So not all of them do, you know, a lot of things happen, but just, it kind of gives people hope that unrealistic hopes a lot of times, but that there is a happiness that they can strive for. So I feel like the reason that they're so relatable is because there is a lot of people um, alone on the holidays and they don't have that family and kind of seeing the family on the screen of what a family, you know, American family should be kind of gives them that little hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think in terms of like why they're as popular as they are, I think Gums kind of hit it pretty well too. Is that like, especially like that time of the holidays, like think just how many people are sitting at home, like kind of thing, just scrolling Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, and they're maybe like, okay, I want to watch a Christmas movie and I don't really have cable. Maybe I don't get the Hallmark channel or something like that. Like, especially in today's kind of era of watching TV, you know, we flick on Netflix, I'll throw on this Christmas movie kind of thing. I'm also with Kirby in that they're not for me. Um, you know, obviously most of them are, are kind of in that, that rom-com kind of mm-hmm. category. And I'm pretty specific about what I like in that category. I, and I'm not really one that necessarily goes there very often. Um, but when one does, it comes up, it's like a gem. You know, it's really good. I'm really into it. Um, yeah, they're, they're just not for me. So I can't really speak too heavily on the category because I can't really say that I'm... I even I even just looked up uh, which are like uh, Christmas movies on Netflix and a lot of these ones that are like you know the Netflix originals I'm like I've never even heard of this like, I don't know what the hell I, I don't even know what I'm looking at right now like so like I can't really be the one to necessarily say that like you know I have a really strong opinion um, I do know why they're popular though mm-hmm. and, and that's and it's a combination of right like with what Lauren was saying about, you know, most people want to bring someone home for the holidays. Maybe don't, they want that kind of like kind of that hope with it. The, you know, what gums was saying about just being able to market to people sitting on their couch in December is so easy to do these days mm-hmm. that it's just this low hanging fruit for them that prints them money. Oh. So it's just so easy for them to go down that rabbit hole and just, just copy paste and pump them out like mm-hmm. and just get ready to go. They, yeah. uh, they're definitely not like they're all pretty much copy paste. Like, like you yeah. said, like mm-hmm. there, there has the few movies that have differed from that same approach. Like, Hey, will you be my guest? So our parents don't yell at us and think we're yeah. single. Like it's, it's almost repetitive yeah. and forgive me here, Lauren, but especially on Hallmark. <laughs> like, no, I'm like, by I the title, I can like tell that. you exactly what's going to happen. They are very <laughs> yeah. predictable. 
They lost Christmas yeah. and they found it. Like, and what do people love the most? Predictability. They yeah. love it and they eat it up. And it's just one of those things like, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe it's like, oh, I um, predict this is going to happen. So now I have to see if my prediction is true when you know 99% of the time. Yeah. It's a validation, right? So it's like, I wish they would spice it up. So the movies that do spice it up always catch my attention mm-hmm. uh, in the holiday season. Yeah. And especially with Netflix, I'm sure a lot of that too is like how much how much stuff do you see on Netflix where it's like they love putting stuff on there where it's like I can click play, it's never gonna stop, I can have it in the background, I can half pay attention and kind of cut back in. A lot of these movies, you know, it's like I might be able to throw this on, go do a bunch of other things, and I come back in, I'm like, I know what's happening in this yeah. film. Like mm-hmm. easy yeah. enough. I think for me, I kind of, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head. You know, it's like everybody's home for the holidays. You know, usually when you're home, you want to watch something in this, t- especially in December, you want to want watch a Christmas movie and Netflix has a plethora of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a sucker for a good rom-com. Not afraid to admit it. Not ashamed here. No, I will I say, rom-coms. Yeah. Holiday was great. That was a good one. Um, there's a few others, but I wanted to kind of touch, you know, throw a curveball here because kind of what Lauren said is, you know, all of these Christmas movies always are happy. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a Christmas movie, like a horror Christmas movie, one that you can think of that you really like that was kind of different from the mold of happy Christmas movies? Rampus. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Krampus. Oh, you're good. It's yeah, a good one. Yeah. So, I guess we'll go around. For me, too, it is Krampus. I, like, I love that live-action one a few years ago that they mm-hmm. did. I thought that was fantastic. Um, we'll go with uh, Gums next. Go ahead. Oh, man. This was sprung out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Werewolves and Heat. No, um, I think I think there's one out there. Most of them are pretty campy horror-wise. There, I know there's a murderous Jack Frost as well, like a <laughs> scary one. Yep. Um, but but there's this movie. It's called Anna like versus the Apocalypse or something. I think that is actually a Christmas movie. And that is kind of legit. So I'm going to go with that one. That's my curveball pick of the week. Anna versus, I think it's like Anna versus the Apocalypse. And it's just like about, really, well, Anna versus the Apocalypse. Like everybody's turning into zombies around her. And it's like during Christmas. And I think that's a pretty good flick. And it's a musical. And it's a musical. And it's a musical. (laughs) And I don't like musicals, by the way. I don't. Uh, But I actually watched that film. Yeah, I actually, I don't have one. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, Seth. I I don't think so. Very most people know here already, I'm not a huge fan of the horror genre as it is kind of thing. So especially relative to Christmas movies, like I don't know if that's even anything I've ever even searched before. Like, it's just not, it's just not on the list, really not in the cards for me. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be perfectly frank. I don't have one. So I, I, I don't really know what, what, uh, what it really from that genre even really exists outside of maybe Krampus. Yeah. I'm going to send you something to watch. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> So, well, going off of that whole subject, um, Black Christmas, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a horror movie. But as far as, like, what Christmas movie, you know, I'm going to say Last Christmas kind of threw me in the ringer. And it has um, the Emma or um, Khaleesi. Oh, um, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. So she's in that. And that movie, without any spoilers, does not end the way that you think it will. Fair. Good to know. i to check that out. Yeah. yeah. Last Christmas. It looks all happy, and then you watch it, and you have to grab tissues. So, <laughs> Sounds, like, like oh. <laughs> Sounds like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, I blurted mine out, you know, right yeah. at the beginning. We, we know where I'm going with that one. It, it's Krampus. Like, I just love that movie. Um, I think that, you know, it, it bridges that Christmas horror gap really well. Um, so, yeah, I, I got to go with Krampus. It's a we great haven't film. Won, or I've seen Black Christmas. He hasn't seen it. Oh, yeah, not yet. That one is mixing the horror and the Christmas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you my shutter login. It's on there. <laughs> I'll give it to you too, Pat, so you can watch all these to catch up. Go say it right now so the audience can Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all want to watch <laughs> together. So my email. I'm just <laughs> so I wanted to end um on a, on a note here, I already said, you know, mine was Krampus too, but I wanted to end, like, the last question bringing up here is, do you guys, you know, being the resident two of the group, do you guys have a favorite Hanukkah movie? One that you've seen, because I know there's quite a bit, you know, um, you know, Eight Crazy Nights, all things like that. So, um, Pat, I'm going to start with you. 
you just said it. It's eight crazy nights for me. Um, I used to watch that movie on repeat for a while, even outside of the Christmas season. I love that movie. I, I really liked Adam Sandler, obviously, and that's a great movie. I can't. I also will admit, I don't know if I have very many other Hanukkah direct movies on my list as much to to pull from from like a sample size. But I mean, come on, what is not to like about that movie, right? I mean, it's. It's raunchy as all hell. Like I think I'm, I was in my teens. I think when I was watching it too. So like that kind of slapstick humor was just really big for me. Um, but I love that movie. I, I thought it was great. The music, it, the, the songs in it are, are great. Like everything about that was just something that I. It's it's another just great holiday movie. You hear that, Seth Rogen? We need more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was also a musical. A Crazy Nights was actually a musical. Yeah, animated musical. Yeah. Well, to kind of play off of that, I recently realized and was informed that Family Stone is technically, it's considered a Hanukkah movie, Family Stone, because it happens and they're celebrating Hanukkah. They're not really celebrating Christmas. Thanks. Um, uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't. I, Eight Crazy Nights is like the only one I will know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And okay. that's cool. that's not like, you know, like actively just focusing on Christmas movies or anything like that. It's I just don't know Hanukkah a lot movies. Of Hanukkah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there aren't that many. Yeah. So few and far between, but yeah, eight crazy nights. No, but looking no. up, I'm curious to watch the Hebrew Hammer. What is that movie? Because oh, I'm yeah. looking Fantastic. up. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but you have my attention. That's great. <laughs> Check that out. Is it good? It's awesome. Yes. Okay. It is. We're going to put it's that exactly on the list. exactly how the title sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a crime-fighting rabbi yeah. Jewish... Uh, what's Mixed Nuts? <laughs> Traditional. Don't know what that one is. Yeah, it's uh, on Hanukkah movie. I don't know. So, I'm not uh, sure. Real, real quick aside, um, you know, I played in a band for, for quite a few years, um, and our bassist, uh, Nate, was uh, Jewish. And we're outside one night, like we're outside of our uh, our practice space. We're kind of in an industrial area is, is where we used to practice. I don't remember what we we're talking about, but Nate like lifts his hand up to the sky and just yells Hebrew hammer. And it like reverberated through and like everybody yeah. stops. We're like, all right, we're going back inside now. Like lightning is going to come down from the sky. Like we're about to get, <laughs> <laughs> like, we're gonna get smote <laughs> on the spot. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I have now have to watch Hebrew yeah. Hammer. So it's great. <laughs> so so as Seth knows, I took my twenty three and me a couple years back. I'm like point zero two percent Ashkenazi. <laughs> I'm from the motherland. This is how me and Seth you're, are. You're Jewish. And so and so it's really fun though because when Seth Seth always like brings me in on this stuff and he like asks me these things and I'll just go do research so I can like provide better questions like better answers to his questions and uh, joke around with some of his friends and stuff and um, I, I gotta say probably the my favorite is called Hitched for the Holidays which is a rom com and it has to do with um, basically a, a a guy and a woman they come together one's Catholic one's Jewish she's Jewish. Um, and they have to go to each other's homes to like tell their, you know, basically the same old spiel. Hey, this is my girlfriend. Hey, this is my boyfriend. So he has to take like a crash course in like the Jewish religion in order to like go to her house and do stuff. So, so that's one. Um, you also have like American tale, full court miracle. Um, but, but more importantly, and Seth, hopefully you can, you can help me out here and see, see how this goes is that, Typically in the Jewish religion, is it more of the, the woman's role to pass down that religion within yes. Judaism? So yeah. so having, I really think that one thing I would really like to see more is actually that female lead and that come from that aspect. Because if that's such a big thing, I really want to see it. I want to see like her just running that household. Because in that household, I know I got some Jewish friends. They run that thing. So That'll be um, an intense movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I feel like there aren't that many like Hanukkah movies, but I actually like that idea. I think that would be really cool. Um, for me, one of my favorites, and I, for the longest time, because I grew up on it and I was younger, um, and I do want to bring up the point, too. So, Eight Crazy Nights, I really never watched because it was, like, when I was younger, my parents didn't let us watch, like, R-rated movies and things like that, and that one had a lot of, like, vulgar and stuff like that, so I didn't really get to watch it, so I got to revisit it, but, like, looking back, Five Will Goes West. I yeah. absolutely oh, love that movie. Yeah. 
And the beginning of the movie starts with them celebrating Hanukkah and his dad giving him the hat. So the hat that he goes on the journey with is a Hanukkah gift. Mm -hmm. And so I absolutely love that movie. I grew up on it, and that's got to be my favorite Hanukkah movie. My uh, my brother and I used to quote both An American Tale and Five Goes West, like, constantly. And and Five Goes West is with the mouse as well, right? Yeah. Same. So all of these animated Jewish movies have to do with mice. Like, is that that like a common (laughs) occurrence, or like, is that just something that happened? Talk to Disney about that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Walt was a little. Would you rather not? Walt was a little questionable in his beliefs, exactly. so uh, yeah. we may not want to ask that question. Well, he's well, supposed well, to be well, defrosted this lightly. month. Yeah. So oh we'll yeah, see. that's true. Walt is supposed to be uh, defrosted coming up this yeah. month. Yeah, zombie Walt. Hey, you have to say, his his mascot is Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So like that might be the next level. That might be some preferential, actually positive treatment. Yeah. Well, I feel like I have always been like a, a you know an animated character back in the day. I mean, you got like Mighty Mouse, um, Stuart Little. There's so many different like mice characters that were just like fantastic. So I feel like yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they kind of just like went with that and were like, yo, let's talk, let's get this mice in this movie. Kind of like you know the pitch and elf when they're talking about the the characters for the next book. They're yeah. like, mm-hmm. let's put a mice. On a journey across <laughs> on the a west. motorcycle, across to the west. <laughs> on the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it was just something that was popular back then. Mm-hmm. I think I heard recently, and I I don't know if it's true, but somebody was saying that Jerry's actual name from Tom and Jerry was Jermaine, and now I can't like get over it. And I can't either. Call him Jermaine. Like I have to call him Jermaine now, even if it's not his real name. I'm like Jermaine the Mouse. Like this, just it just goes. I love the idea of that show being called Thomas and Jermaine. Of all in on that, I would like to see them have villains that they could fight together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I would love that. <laughs> but not live action because that movie was. I don't even think I watched it. And then did you see they're they're trying to do like a live action Powerpuff Girls, and they can that real fast. Oh jeez. Yeah, I think. I think we should do an episode just about movies with mice, Ratatouille. Well, that's a rat, but still. We'll put it in the category. So rodents. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Rodents. Marsupials. Exactly. <laughs> Misunderstood. We can do kangaroos now. Yeah. <laughs> Marsupial episode. I mean, we got to bring in, like, the rescuers, stuff like that. Yes. You know? uh, Alvin. Oh, Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> that opened so, us up a bit. That was our, you know, Christmas episode. Threw in a little Hanukkah action in there. Um, hope everybody enjoyed the next episode we're actually going to be talking about is going to be about Harry Potter because the reunion's happening on New Year's Day. So we have to get that in there. So with that being said, happy holidays and let's keep it rolling. Yes.